Welcome to Impact Duty. I'm your host, Manisha Dadlani Kriplani, bringing you empowering stories of friends and people I admire. Their voices have given me joy and the momentum to share their stories with you. Deepak Tijori is a film director, actor, and producer with close to three decades in the film industry. He is well known for his roles in Aashiqui, Kilari, Jojita Vahi Sekandar, Anjam, and more. He started his directorial career with the film Oops and has directed and produced several TV serials. Itar is his new film about a mature love story which will be released soon and his directorial venture Tipsy is in production. Hi Deepak, welcome to Impact Duty. Thank you for joining me here. Pleasure is all mine. It's wonderful knowing that you're doing such a great uh, amount of work sitting out there in Zurich, <laughs> and it's it's absolutely amazing. I, I'd been I'd been to Zurich actually. I'd been uh, I've been shooting like almost uh, more than about two decades now. I was there in uh, that place, and I think it's it's a, it's a beautiful place. Of course, we do envy uh, Indians staying abroad, but you know. Actually, like my brothers, both my brothers are in US, and uh-huh. we either there or etc. We always have these arguments, but I always feel that I mean, you know, being an Indian. At the end of the day, I love being in India, no matter how it is, no matter whatever problems that we go through, as infrastructure or you name it, in whatever way. But I think you know the life and the easiness out here. It's like I always felt that you know that I used to tell my brother, I said. ंगडरफुल Thank you, Deepak. Uh, but what I do miss about India is the food. I would happily exchange oh, wow. all my cheese and fondue and chocolate for some of that uh, Bombay street food. Oh, I'm really <laughs> yeah, desperate. yeah, totally. The pani puri, the sev puri, and then the you know the dahi vadas and all that. Oh my God, that's that's wonderful. Yes, of course. We dig into the power vadas any which way. <laughs> <laughs> and deepak as you mentioned you've had a long journey within the industry within the film industry you've been here for more than two decades um how did your journey begin did you always know you wanted to be an actor uh not really actually i don't come from the film family i don't even belong to anybody from the film industry so it was just that my mom used to be doing you know certain amount of radio plays and she used to go and uh, do some kind of uh, she was a parsi irani okay so my dad was a good jew so it was a love marriage so my mother's passion was the media world the uh, modeling world the radio world she used to be also doing some radio plays with uh, sanju's dad that's uh, up so mm-hmm. that's up so that that time he was balraj you know his name was balraj so they used to call him bali so she used to say that you know i used to be so once in my college days when i did some uh, amateur uh, theater and we did some intercollegiate competition and when i got this certificate of merit from uh, that sub in one of the functions when i flashed it to my mom 
So that's when she told me that, you know, we used to be colleagues and we used to do radio plays together and we used to be called Balli. So I was like shocked. So it's like, you know, it, it was, I think probably I gather that, you know, I don't belong to that film fraternity and the family. But right. my mother had this hidden passion that my child someday, if one of my child, so we have, we are three brothers and she, all, she had three sons. So okay. she always wanted one of us to kind of, you know, and pursue her passion. Right. And I guess it's a blessing that, you know, I am today, her blessings are, and, you know, I'm, pas- I'm, I'm passionate about my work in the industry. And I stuck onto it and I'm, now I'm here now, almost three decades. Wonderful. Wonderful. And what was your first uh, break or how did you break into the industry? It's a tough, it's a tough industry, especially yeah. if you don't have the connections in there. So oh, way yes. back when, how did you actually get your first break? Uh, see, actually, uh, what happened was I was in the college and the college happens to be in Juhu area. And there are a lot of uh, media kids over there, a lot of uh, media families over the, over here. You know, they're centrally based in Andheri and Juhu and Vilipale, Santa Cruz area. That, that time it was like most of it, most of the people were in Juhu area. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember that, you know, when I was in college, I had no, uh, no flair towards uh, dramatics and stuff like that. But I, I love dancing. So... When I uh, when I was watching, you know, these intercollegiate competition boys and girls things that the, the teacher was taking, and then they, they actually uh, got me involved in the folk dancing competitions. I became one of the folk dancers uh-huh. for the college. So I used to represent college. In, in my mom's eyes, you know, when I actually got into it and I realized that, you know, she really likes the fact that I am part of something which is connected with what she used to do. And, you know, she started at the back of my head, you know, she used to always be playing that, okay, yeah, good, you should do this, good, you should pursue this. And my dad was obviously not very happy with what we were doing. Right. But eventually I realized that, you know, I wanted to, you know, do what she wanted. And then I... I was doing my folk dancing and in my college, my senior was Paresh Rawal, Firoz Khan. My junior was Amir Khan. My junior was a lot of other kids. You know, Rashtosh Gowarikar was my next door college guy. So there were all these guys who are totally into this business, you know, and they used to be practicing theater and this and that day in and day out. And I used to watch, I used to like, you know, be attracted towards it. So one fine day they wanted you know, the, one of the college directors wanted some small little piece of dance in the play. He was making an experimental play. Right. And that was the time I remember. He said that, you know what, you are a college ka dancer. You do a two-minute dance ka piece. And you also dance in it. So I said, I'm a dancer. I folk dance. I'm going to do theater-waiter. And then after that, that's how it... The first line I had to speak and I had to actually start off. I was not very comfortable. You know, I, used to, I remember very clearly, you know, when uh, I was standing and talking, so I could not really stand and talk properly in straight, like, you know, standing on both my feet. So I used to go, go do a balance on the right and then the left. And then he, he started screaming from the other director. He says, And that is my first experience of, you know, actually saying the lines. I would not right. even probably be able to say the lines. But later on, of course, then I, I got attracted towards it and I got 
passionate towards it because I I made friends over there and there was a new life altogether. So that's the time when I I became uh, you know the college uh, actor and then the I got the awards and the best actor and dramatics and this and that. So the whole thing started. But mm. let me tell you this: that is not how you really get work in films. When I actually thought of getting into movies, it was like disastrous. It was like a suddenly a new world. and nobody gives a damn of what you've done in college nobody cares what certificates you've made how good you are in dramatics how good you are as an actor that doesn't uh-huh. matter so i i came into a completely new world when i thought that i want to be an actor in films so i had disastrous 3 4 years of my life when i did uh-huh. minuscule roles i did almost the roles that you probably would have seen and never recognized me Okay. So I did those those kind of those kind of films, which were like I was almost like a henchman in one of the movies when I started off. So there were there were about four years of my life I went through major struggle, major struggle. And just about when I was giving up, I landed up with Ashiki, the Friends role, that's and that funny. too, you know. And that's when everything changed after Ashiki. So, so Bhatsab basically has been my mentor. He's been the person who's actually. given me my first proper break you can say and that's where my work life and my professional life my passionate life with uh, cinema started and it still goes on excellent yes you mentioned uh, the key film ashiki which i think you were recognized uh, a lot for with your hand gestures apparently those were uh, really key in the film um, but you've had a long uh, list of movies that you've acted in um, so there apart from ashiki kelari sadak jojita vai sekandar the list is endless and what i i believe people haven't really or don't know too much about is that you have actually had a bit or a stint in gujarati film if i'm not mis- taken uh um, yeah yeah i'm a, i'm a, i'm a, i'm a half guru so i did uh initially when one of my other friend who was an advertising guy he wanted to make a gujarati film and he wanted to make and i told him i said you know i can't wear all those kind of costumes and do that kind of cinema so he was he said no no we'll make a film and we'll break the norm and we'll make so what really happens now we did an attempt about 15 20 years ago and there was a film called mari jaya or something he was making and then because i was a guru he was very you know very very sure that he wanted he wanted me to be there and i thought as long as i'm not wearing those kind of clothes and you know speaking that kind of guru so i said no no let's make a modern film so he did make an attempt i i was wearing my jeans i was wearing shirts i was to be talking about city life and all that but it was i think too early and gujaratis were not really ready for it they were still wanting to you know uh, go into those kind of costumes so i did i did two movies because back to back there was one very big producer while i was doing this he insisted i do one at least i do one at least so i did that almost 20 years ago but then after that i probably you know just could not digest to see myself wearing those clothes and i said i said no until this this this, this whole thing changes and we really gujus you know understand that you know we need to get out of this uh, and we need to do what contemporary cinema which they do now which is so which wonderful which we do now that at least yes. things have yeah, yeah so which is yeah. so so good that you know of course i i even i even read somewhere that even paresh is now uh, after almost 40 years has done his first guju film after such a long time so it's it's so wonderful yeah it's so wonderful yeah. to know that in you know, the market has increased these have kind of the cinema is increasing and uh, things are things are really working good for try and 
And you, Deepak, have also done many different types of roles. So the protagonist, antagonist, uh, best friend of uh, the hero. Which for you was the most challenging role? And what do you think, which role actually resonated with you? Uh, you know, actually, uh, I, uh, I, was, I was just an actor. So I never really looked into whether it was a positive role or a negative role. So I never looked into... Uh, Ashiki was just a friend's role and then the Sadak happened and then, you know, Khiladi happened. And that's the time when I was considered for Jojita. So Jojita also has a story to it because Jojita, I was not really picked up when I auditioned for it. I was actually, uh, I, I was not accepted when, when the auditions went on and I was uh, not a part of the film when the, when the film started. The film had actually started with another actor. And uh, suddenly after that, uh, you know, I uh, was uh, brought in into this film almost after 75% of film. So it was crazy, you know, I was, I was uh, brought in much later and uh, not realizing that, you know, it was a negative role. I was just doing it like it's, it's just a guy, it was an attitude guy, it was a guy with a little bit of arrogance, which we always have in our school, in our college. So, you know, these kind of kids are always there. So I continued with that. I really right. didn't bother about whether it was positive or negative. But I guess we did it like a school-going uh, film. Right. And uh, it so happens that now the film is like magical. Everybody Honestly, yes. Out. It's become quite the legend. And Deepak, you've actually then ventured on into directing. Uh, so you've had a, a lot of film that you've directed and uh, TV serials, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so if I believe, I think Oops was your first uh, directorial venture, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then there was so, Fareeb and a couple of other movies and a whole host of um, TV serials. What do you think worked for you? And what do you think in retrospect you would have wanted to do better in directing? Uh, see, of course, I am still directing. I'm actually just going into directing my next movie, which is starting after a week's time. I definitely enjoy directing because I have had some experiences as an actor where I always felt that, you know, sometimes you want to do something as an actor and you feel that you want to explore a little more. But then there is another director who's sitting on the other side. And he kind of chops your wings and he tells you that, no, this is not what you do. You do what I tell you. <laughs> right. So, you know, you get this feeling that, you know, you are, you are somewhere down, down the line, you're actually a puppet. And whether you like it or you don't, whether you perform, you perform what you want to perform, how you want to perform. But at the end of the day, you cannot explore. So it's, it's like a painter, you know, when, when the painter has his own canvas and he wants to, you know, put on the easel and he wants to paint, then he wants to paint and he wants to put the colors where he wants, what he wants. So that is something which, which you, you know, you feel that, you know, you're just a paint. You're not mm -hmm. the painter. You cannot have the brush in your hand. And that whole feeling all the time was wanting, wanting the brush in my hand. And that is the beautiful part about being a director. But right. the fact being that I'm also... And an actor-director, so it's wonderful that when I'm working with my actors, co-actors, I know their mindset, I know what they're thinking, if there's a problem, then why there's a problem, so I kind of feel make them very easy. And the whole thing gets very, very comfortable with each other. So I guess it's, it's, it's fun, it's, it's a lot of uh, excitement when I'm directing, because it's like a baby that you, you know, kind of, you know, you start from the first stage that you were 
you you start off and then you see the baby grow in the stomach and then the finally then the baby comes out so it's a, it's a beautiful journey which doesn't really happen as an actor Act, actor yes actor's life is a comfortable life it's a cushy life it's 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 fun but there's not too much hard work because if you're an actor whether you you're doing a role which is which is a negative role or a positive role or anything you're doing your job and you're just getting out from there that eventually whether you, you know, a lot of times as an actor you do so much work but the director has made a bad film and you know the whole film in entirety is not so good so eventually you suddenly feel that oh my god this is like not happening you know so i guess uh, it's just okay so i guess that's that's the time that's the time when i felt that you know that being an actor is uh, uh sometimes suffocating and that's why you always see that most of the actors always want to become directors they are more mm-hmm. of the yes. actors who are eventually you know and trying to be directors because it's it's somewhere at the back of their head that they want to create the canvas mm-hmm. and they want to make that painting you know mm-hmm. so i guess that is something which i started much earlier like my contemporaries are you know still digging in and still making making one film at one time or something like that but i really want to jump into it so i just stopped everything because i i did not want to you know just kind of keep doing this nor did i ever make a film in which i acted myself i i cast myself i would do something like that so i never felt all those kind of desires so i i always wanted to tell stories which i got that okay i want i want to say this so that's why my first film was with with nobody that i was you know uh, working with or i was friendly to i just picked up two boys and th- there was a contemporary story which was going on in bombay of course it was much ahead of time later on i had to you know kind of face all that thing because right. it was much ahead of time and now is the time and people tell me that you know oops is a film which has a content which is you know so relevant now that you yes. you would be free to see it earlier <laughs> there were complexes and there were people who were not you know okay to see something like that so i think i think uh, the world is uh, kind of better but yeah as 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 uh, that particular film i i know for a fact that it was very passionately made and i enjoy being a director i will continue to be a director and now what has happened surprisingly is because i haven't worked for some time as an actor but uh, you know recently just some time ago i stopped dyeing my hair i didn't want to you know get into this this look young kind of a feel kind of a thing so i started keeping this right. and you'd be surprised that this this is because of ott you know uh, and the whole cinema change and the digital world coming in and you know there is no relevance to that you got to look like this to be an actor today i i am getting calls to be actor i'm getting calls to perform as an actor in lot of various uh, plat- platforms like whether it's advertising agencies or whether it is again i'm back to doing work as an actor i recently did one very interesting film and it was a film it's a film called itar so mm. the the kind of the kind of film that i always look forward and i wanted to do a serious acting stuff you know right. because i did commercial cinema i never i never i was never taken seriously into this uh, artistic cinema and you know real cinema so it so happened that this this uh, veena bakshi is a friend and i I, I was not in touch with her. She she's an acclaimed national award winner. She uh-huh. made the last film with uh, Nasir Bhai, Ratna Ji, and Dandi uh, Puda. There was a film which was made in English, The Coffin Maker. It uh-huh. uh, won the national award. She she was she's an acclaimed. And there were hosts in the film. 
and they were all together and this script came to me and work as an actor so i've got couple of more scripts so now you will also see me back on screen with a couple of more films as an actor so i am now uh, kind of you know doing both and that's why probably you know you were told that you know i'm i've got my uh, kind of you know hands in too many pies just now so <laughs> that is how <laughs> that is how i am kind of uh, digging and surfing and enjoying the the grays and then the silver which is uh, which is giving me you know uh, my potential to explore more as an actor so yes, i think yes. something that you haven't seen me doing earlier as an actor you'll probably get a lot to see on that note Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. And you touched on the OTT platforms and how that's changed or opened up roles for a host of um, uh, acting abilities and actors. So you're very, very right. We've seen a lot of comeback um, uh, comebacks by uh, leading actors um, through the OTT platform. Um, why do you think this has been such a significant uh, change in India? because it i don't uh, think it's a global phenomenon i think it's a very very um india centric thing or i might be wrong but i'll ask you to share your opinion about ott platforms and how it's uh transformed uh the lives of many in india yeah actually uh you know ott came in much late out here because when we used to always go and do shows back in us and all over the places you know we there was netflix even then okay so we used to be always surprised and wondering that there used to be hoardings on around the city and the movies on netflix movies on some ott platform like you know it was like internet so we didn't have strong internet then so the our internet life is just kind of begun you know uh, where we have great speed and we have got uh, good internet connections and you know optic fibers everywhere and all that stuff so i guess if we were much late in uh, realizing this whole thing and that's the reason but the phenomenon of actors who have stopped working and do not really pursue films after a certain time doing ott and doing films and series and web series on ott i think it's universal it mm-hmm. is just not in india it is not just that you are getting to see the indian actors who were in 90s and 80s and 2000 maybe you know who were not pursuing films and who were not doing more films but now they are seen in those ott films ott platform web series it's also because the whole dimension the whole content making process the whole content is changed you don't really have to look like a particular way anymore uh-huh. you don't have to have certain amount certain kind of a physique anymore no matter what body structure you have no matter what look you possess you are now the product the way you look if i have to cast manisha i really don't want manisha to be looking like a madhuri dikshit i want to cast manisha as many as what she looks like now because there's something that really what madhuri cannot do what manisha can do and give me so that is the difference and where i don't have to depend upon my audience to pay the money Mm-hmm. to come and watch manisha because she's not madhuri they will any which way come and watch manisha it doesn't really matter because if the content is good then it's going to work and that's the best part about ott which is what has happened and that's why you see lot of actors who have been great actors who been good actors and just because you know they don't fit into that certain amount of commercial cinema they were not sit, they were not doing so much work but they were brilliant actors and they are now all coming out 
and we get to see such wonderful now wonderful content on OTT which is so beautiful it's so i think it really uh, is it's magical it's wonderful in every way Absolutely. totally i'm totally enjoying this new magical world um i'm i'm constantly amazed yeah. um with what keeps coming out recently from um, india with the, on that note um i'm going to ask you a role or a series that has come out recently which you thought was very well done um it could be uh, uh, on the uh, indian platforms or it could be otherwise but um, a role or a series that you thought was very well done uh i would probably say that i have been watching a lot of stuff uh, on different different platforms and various platforms uh i am i am actually uh, not very happy with the content that certain amount of sections of indian makers are making with regards to uh misusing the ott platform somewhere we get this feeling that you know because we have suddenly opened up the avenues and we are talking about no censorship and making it for the world market people are just going ballistic yes people are just out right left and center where it is not even necessary they are just seeing to it that they are imposing uh, scenes which are not really a part of story but they're doing it for the sake of it so somewhere along the line we are still misguided we are still getting the ground and you know we still trying to fit in and get the right things going so i guess give us another couple of years yeah. it definitely be very good because you know we are we are un- undoubtedly the, the 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 best content makers i feel besides the iranian films that we see we still <laughs> are you know super super in our emotional stuff in our uh thriller drama series and dramas and what we make in films we still talked about we still uh, are you know always going to be uh, hindi film industry is always going to shine and uh, going to be at par with the hollywood industry or any other industry so i'm looking i'm looking at my, at things to get better so let's not just pick on from what we have today give us another couple of years and i think we'll be able to talk better wonderful thank you for that deepak thank you um and now on to what's next on your cards because i know there's a lot uh, on your plate at the moment acting directing so i'm going to draw in focus onto your um upcoming projects and let you tell me uh what's happening on your end okay so uh, as an actor i just told you that i've finished one very beautiful mature love story of uh, a man who's uh, 50 plus and of a woman who's 45 plus and it's a beautiful love story contemporary made by Veena Bakshi and their young producers uh, Tarun and Karan who have kind of made an attempt so i'm looking forward for that as an actor we finished filming it should be coming out sometime in summer time in india and all over the platforms uh, most of the times i mean most of the places i feel that is one thing which i'm excited about then besides that uh, as an actor i've got couple of scripts because I, as i told you that because of this look of mine i think you know uh, it's fascinating some uh, some directors are looking at uh, me doing something very very uh, refreshing entirely something that i haven't attempted before and that's more exciting for me as an actor yes the the good times are still coming which is uh, baba's blessing and uh, as a filmmaker i would say that uh, of course there is a this movie that i am already starting to mind my my looking like this <laughs> so uh, i'm just about a week away generally the directors are more harrowed so i'm actually even producing this part producing this there's a 
Raju Chadda ji, who is my uh, co-producer uh-huh. and the presenter of the film, and uh, I'm making this uh, along with him. Uh, it's a film called Tipsy. So it's a franchise we are trying to create. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a it's a nice, it's a very contemporary uh, kind of a film, which is. uh called tipsy and it's it's a very very city kind of a metro centric film so i am just about a week away so i'm starting that Excellent. then there is another franchise which i which i had created called tom dick and harry in right. the year 2000 2006 there was a, there was this you know uh, deaf dumb and blind three three guys and it was a comedy and i am i'm just uh, kind of you know we are making another next next part to it it's a kind of a franchise we are continuing of uh-huh. tom dick and harry returns so we going to be i'm going to be doing that as well this year we're looking at finishing both these and at least releasing both these films so hopefully as a filmmaker probably you'll see both these films uh, seeing the you know light and uh, in 2022 and of course uh, i'm being digging much more even in uh, acting front so i guess uh, we'll catch up soon uh, you'll see me more often on screen as well Oh I'm looking forward to that Deepak I really am and with that I'll say thank you very much for joining me joining me over here on Impact Duty it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you Same here Manisha it's wonderful uh, what you're doing out there is absolutely delightful and I'm happy that you know you are you are making us reach the audience which never get to see and know what we're doing out here so I think it's it's a beautiful thing that you're doing so you're making the globe so small and so 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 nice of you Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, making this uh, making this uh, interview with me. Thank you very much Deepak. Take care. You too. Take care. See ya.